Monaco and Culture is brought to you in association with the all-electric 2024 Cadillac Lyric. Magnificence electrified. The Cadillac Lyric delivers a sporty, responsive and agile drive that makes every mile a milestone. This groundbreaking Ultium EV battery platform fundamentally changes how electric vehicles are engineered, delivering charging and power storage technologies that fit seamlessly into far-reaching journeys and daily commutes. The Lyric is a vehicle that balances the sensual and the technical in masterful harmony, where rhythm, form and colour unite. From emergency braking to intelligent alerts, parking assistance to vehicle monitoring, the Cadillac Smart System suite of safety and driver assistant features, standard on the Lyric, means you'll drive with added confidence. While innovations like available supercruise driver assistance technology and Google built-in set a new standard for technical prowess. Take the next step. Head to Cadillac.com now to configure your car. The all-electric 2024 Cadillac Lyric. Magnificence Electrified. Hello and welcome to Monocle on Culture. I'm Robert Bounds. Well, our little show has been touched with stardust this week, and the hands scattering the sparkles belongs to none other than Jessie Ware. Since her debut album Devotion was released in 2012 and subsequently nominated for the Mercury Prize, the British singer-songwriter has taken up residence at the very top of the charts, and there she has stayed. From that perch, she's racked up a total of six Brit Award nominations, become famous for her bright, catchy tunes, exuberant live shows, and legions of superfans. Jessie Ware is loved. But Jessie's career is far from one note. Alongside her charming mother, Lenny, she's made a name for herself in the world of broadcasting with the hit podcast Table Manners. Every episode, the pair invite hotshot guests over for dinner to chat about food, family and everything in between. Banterland has two new queens. I was delighted to be joined in the studio by Jessie to mark the release of her latest album, That Feels Good, a disco-tinged, effervescent celebration of pop music that lords pleasure and makes no apologies for it. Mm, that feels good. That that mm. feels good. That feels good. Ladies and gentlemen, it's only bloody Jessie Ware on the Culture <laughs> Show. Lovely to meet you, Jessie. Thank you, you for coming too. in. And we have lots of mutual friends. They used to work at Monocle. Oh, exactly. <laughs> it's a very small world. It's like the, the, the Monocle Venn diagram is also like a Death Star that sucks you in. <laughs> and sometimes pushes you out, but it's mostly a happy house. How ha- long have you a been happy here? House. Since 2007. So, you, so I'm... You're of, firmly in the coffin, like I, velvet coffin. I am. That is the piece of furniture I most resemble. Thank you for pointing <laughs> that out. 
This is a radio show. No one knows what I look like. It's fine. You're very handsome. <laughs> and you've got very um, glowy skin. So I'm no one warm. would know that you are in a radio. As previously uh, discussed, we, want, we didn't know what to wear today. Well, why have you got a tan? Where have you been? Scotland. No, stop. I had to pay for Cyprus for this miniature glow. Oh, you look wonderful. Well, no. I mean, well. you know, yours looks a bit better. Where were you You've in got Scotland? Promo, like Edinburgh. Oh, I love Edinburgh. <laughs> honestly, honestly, I think it might be Windburn, Jesse. That's what it is. <laughs> of old uh, Arthur's yeah, seat. Exactly. Arthur, yeah, leave Arthur's seat yeah. out of it. <laughs> Talking of which, I feel your record, that feels good. It's yes. kind of aimed at, it's grabbing people by a certain body part. With some of the titles, some of the song titles such as "Shake the Bottle," "Freak Me Now," "Genitalia," <laughs> "Short and Curlies." I was going to say "Scruff of the Neck." We could go further short down. And curlies. I, don't I don't know what kind of short and curlies you're talking about, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> but I just made this so lowbrow. From what I'm, I'm so sorry. sorry. We're start. about to go there. Let's go there. We've start. We've sort of start. I know. Sorry. I think it was. Um, we got overexcited. Yeah. It's the lack of breakfast and the coffee. Oh yeah, it, it could, we could of, go anywhere now. That's kind of yeah. It's um, so how did you, how how soon into recording that the record did you choose such a vibey, grabbing people by the scruff of the neck title? Um, well, as soon as we made that feels good, I knew I wanted it to be the album title. Yeah. It felt so kind of buoyant and and fun and also <laughs> the song was fun and so I wanted it to start the record but I also thought it's quite a funny old title because it's got the exclamation so the double exclamation which <laughs> somebody on the internet when I announced it said that um, <laughs> the only other person they think that they can uh, remember that's got that is um, Shania Twain with man I feel like a woman oh, that's and that knowledge. went quite well for them so yeah. I feel like hopefully uh, the only way is up there you this go record. reeling in the Grammys yeah exactly like you'd probably an extension put an extension on yeah exactly it'll be, it'll be great <laughs> just to hold them so that you call it that feels good. Well, I loved. I appreciated in the middle of the I sentence. appreciated how you did a pause. <laughs> I did appreciate that. I just think if I do that every time, people are going to think I'm an absolute wanker. Are you not? You're not. Are we live? You are allowed. To are we that. live? Yeah. Oh, I'm so sorry. We're well, not live. But oh, we're, we're not also live. Not the BBC, okay. So. Okay. Great. <laughs> so you're okay. Okay. Great. Wankers are fine. Perfect. Well, welcome. Always welcome. And this is is such a buoyant, bouncy. It's such a vibey record. Thank you. It's been wonderful. It's been used for some pre-release soundtrack dance parties in SE3. Okay, good. And is it as fun to make a record that sounds that fun, or is it a, is it a, is it a work of teeth grinding lunacy until it comes out and you're like, this is wonderful. We, it, it sounds like this. It is fun, but there was a lot of kind of frustration making this record because we were still part of a lockdown when I started mm. making it. So we were making a lot of it over the internet. On Zoom, which I don't advise to anybody for anybody to do ever. Yeah. I never want to go back there. However, maybe that's what made things like Begin Again and That Feels Good happen because there was this need for escapism. Um, it was so fun working with James Ford again, Shun Goodso, Danny, yeah. um, but and also meeting Stuart Price, who I hadn't worked with before, who's done records like Confessions on the Dance Floor. It was fun. Pet Shop Boys, song called Madonna, yes. I believe. Yes, um, yeah. Decent. <laughs> yeah, not bad.
fun. I think I was having fun. Okay. Um, so the Zoom, we'll have a look in the archive of the Zoom comments section. Yeah, right? exactly. I mean, period. no, look, the Zooms, I, I, I never want to make music like that ever again, but only part of the record was made like that. Mm. And I think... Yeah, the the title is representative of, of 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 how I was feeling and where I'm at. So yeah, it was yeah. it was good fun. Nice, because if the lockdown was like a a funny chrysalis, this is the butterfly. This has gone bananas. Uh, it's such a I'm going to use that one. I like that. Record. Thank you. Yeah, I think <laughs> it was. It was meant to be danced. Kind of and, enough of this. Let's get out there. Yeah, and yeah. I'm glad that you're. You're putting it on, um, and 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 people are dancing. It's it's to be enjoyed. It's it's. I think my job as a musician artist is to entertain and um, make people feel good. At the mm. moment, that's my job, and yeah. I think that hopefully I've I've succeeded in that. Is it kind of nice now? You're in promo mode, and you're talking about it. Um, I, I guess it loses a sense of its reality in a certain way. It becomes kind of more abstract than actually making the thing and listening to it over and over again and perfecting it. Is it nice also to talk about such a vibey record? Is it is it a easier thing to talk about than a more confessional record or a more kind of quiet record, I wonder? Yeah, totally. It's also really interesting when people tell you about the record and they go, well, you know, there's loads of parallels with... And you're like, I didn't even think about it. I was just trying to make a beat and have a dance. <laughs> Um, and try and see how filthy I could go with innuendo. Um, but no, it is really, it's quite interesting seeing how I'm now understanding, which uh, was unbeknownst to me when I was making it and putting it together, kind of the parallels of some of the lyrics and mm. all of that. So that's, but that's very much thanks to people, intelligent people like you that, analyze it or you know um because i wasn't doing any you're the, of that. You're the one with the parallels jesse oh well <laughs> um but but no it, it's uh it is much more fun talking about a record that is just meant to be enjoyed because it kind of is supposed to do what it says yeah. on the tin yeah and you can be a brilliant you can be vibey when you're yeah, talking about it yeah not that you wouldn't normally be i no, but I'm also in a good place. I think I'm very happy with all the different hats that I wear and, yeah. and doing all the different things that I do. I, I appreciate that. So Yeah. It'd be nice to have a chat about some of that stuff because collaboration is something that's now kind of in the family as well. Mm-hmm. We'll come to Let table me. manners a little bit later <laughs> yeah, on. Fine. But back, back to that feels good. Mm-hmm. That Ladies and gentlemen, feels good. Does it annoy you that it's got no, the exclamation, like it, or do you of, like it? It's more like I'm kind of doing a voiceover to sell it now. It feels, <laughs> you know, it's like that feels good. Maybe, Available hey, now. I don't know if we've done the telly promo yet. Right. So look, you may, okay. you, if you fancy it, there you go. Yeah, with my sort of cheesy DJ <laughs> voice on. Very good. <laughs> Making an album, presumably, you've gone through different processes. You've done yeah. the Zoom thing, back and forth to LA, all yeah. the rest of it. When you're making an album, how do you keep the vibe? Because that's the thing. Because this has obviously got, 
you know, there's slower numbers in the middle of the record and stuff like that. But um, it's got a kind of very continuous vibe. Do you have to kind of keep that going? Do you have to? Is that a production thing? Is that your sort of songwriting backbone? How do you kind of keep the keep the rhythm of the production of it? Kind I of think you're kind of you've got like an inventory of when you're making these songs. When you're first starting out to make the record, you're just kind of going, "What what's going to happen? Yeah." what's going to be created and then you start getting a few of your faves and yeah. you keep on returning to them my poor husband has to listen to them with my kids and I'm like this one's really great isn't yeah. it babe and he's like yeah it's fine can we just park for the park um, so <laughs> that happens so you start I, in my head I'm constantly changing the track listing it's completely about making sure that the set works. And I'm yeah. always thinking Your about Your albums it. are albums. They're, yeah. They're listen-throughs, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and it, particularly for the last two, it's been very important for it to feel like a set list, mm. to feel like there's, you know, ebbs and flows and ups and downs and, and breathers. And so it's very much... But you have to write the songs, so it's very much about which one... <laughs> there is that. Yeah. yeah. So you've got to think about what... I, I was very much thinking about this in conjunction with... What's Your Pleasure, my last record, and about how a song like Shake the Bottle on this record could really work well with Ooh La La from yeah. What's Your Pleasure. Yeah. So for me, it was it was not only making the record, but me thinking about how this was going to translate live and how it was going to uh, complement these other songs. So for me, it was kind of partnering up songs together or making threes of things. But yeah, the vibe. You keep it, I guess, because... You, I'm trying to make a dance record. Yeah. So if there's a groove and a beat and it makes me want to dance, then I guess there's a vibe there. And yeah. it's about how you fit that in. Um, but and I find that quite satisfying, that part. Yeah. No, because it's one of those things you can start off and kind of get, this is what I'm making. I'm going to make, I'm going to make an, my out folk masterpiece or something. <laughs> and then you're kind of halfway through, like, I don't know. But this, yeah, has got such a, this has got such a kind of locomotive kind of, you know, it's got I, an inevitability had, about thank it. Thank you. Thing, I had, a, like, an intention as soon as I mm. started out that I knew what I wanted to achieve, and mm. I think I've achieved that. Um, so it was, like, a soulful groove record mm. that was, I guess, not... So, I mean, it was really funny when I got the whole disco title with What's Your Pleasure. I knew I was making dance music on What's Your Pleasure, but then it became this thing in every interview. It was like me, Roisin, Lady Gaga and Dua Lipa and Kylie were being grouped as these like yeah. people that were bringing back disco. And I don't... Yeah. I, we didn't know we were doing that and I didn't know that I was making a disco record. Did you not have a, what, a group WhatsApp? We had a we, group Zoom. Come on, let's, <laughs> yeah. girls, come on, let's yeah. do this. Exactly, I wish. But it was <laughs> also, it was really, it lent itself to, you know, a nice piece of writing for... It, it, yeah. it was it was hugely complimentary but I wanted to kind of relish in the musicality of dance music and disco in that sense but in different tempos for this record so yeah it, I had an intention that I set out to do think I did it but it was I don't know what the bloody question was now but yeah <laughs> Fine. it is we danced it hard. is we danced hard <laughs> mentioned family who do you test who do you test those early runs of 
of the tracks on? My kids. Good. And they that... are really good A and R's. Okay. Yeah. I mean, firm but fair, or just they. Just... You just know. Are they just vibey? The, you, you know, if they're singing something back to you, you've got a hook. Right. So that's like, a, I love that's a, that's probably a genuine piece of totally. feedback, right? I mean, yeah. they're currently singing a lot of. Don't green, tell green. me, shake the bottle. No, <laughs> no, and it was quite awkward when my daughter was singing Ooh La La on the last one, and yeah. this one she was singing that feels good, and I was a bit like, oh god, uh, maybe we should skip this one. Um, <laughs> yeah, they kind of. I think I had them in mind along with my fans of um, and my hairdresser Patrick, he's Scouse, and he was just like, you've got to do the bits like the ooh-la-las. And so I had mm. them in my mind where I was like, okay, well, so with pearls, there's the la-la-la-la-la. Love it. And yeah. so I was like, right, okay, well, I'll try that out on the kids. And they'd sing it back. I was like, great, yeah. well, that stays. My husband's brilliant because he's got great taste and he also has no agenda. So he just likes what he likes. Yeah. And so... Honest, he, honest, honest to goodness, right? It's good. And his song choices on this, it, it, his favourites are songs like Hello Love, Lightning. Mm. Um, he doesn't particularly like Pearls. He understands what it does. But then I don't really care because my kids love it. <laughs> it went out as a single. And my mother so. loves it and it's yeah, a single. Yeah. But And then I really think that I've tried to make him love Begin Again. I don't think he's that bothered about it. But that's okay. I've got something for everyone. Got something for everyone. Yeah. And you mentioned that kind of call and response there with your kids. Mm. Obviously, your audiences love that. Your music, and especially this kind of record, the new one, is kind of music for... Uh, I'm going to use a, a phrase like public space, but it's public music, right? It's for it's for clubs, yeah. it's for dancing, it's for audiences. Your your fans love you. That must be a wonderful sign when you start road testing some of these tracks live and then they're coming back, those choruses are coming back to you. Yeah, I mean, I'm yet to do that. And so <laughs> it's, it's re- actually, I'm headlining West Hollywood Pride. Amazing. And it's going to be my first show in a while, but with new material in. And I hope they're kind, but um, it'll be, be fine. It's going to be, be sunny. I'll just go sing it, so just I don't have to sing it. drive through town in an open-top car singing it. I think that's, yeah, okay, that's the vibe. I'll do that. I'll blow the budget on a convertible, <laughs> fine. But I, I, I'm so excited about that because I think that was what was so fantastic about What's Your Pleasure. Look, they had to wait a very long time for the live show to happen because of old pandemic. Mm. But when it happened, it was magic. Yeah. And... Um, I make my music as a conversation and and for us to do it, have it together. So And also the ego in me just it loves someone singing my song back to Glad me to because it. it's great. <laughs> it's <laughs> nothing better. Like the, the, the low I had when I came back from six weeks on tour and when I came back and I, I was so very happy to see my family. Yeah. But I had proper tour blues probably right. because I wasn't being filled with adoration. You're wonderful, Jessie. This is amazing, Jessie. What would yeah. you like, Jessie? Instead, when I was supposed to be on stage, I was doing bath time and my kids were throwing shit at me <laughs> and uh, instead of knickers and wigs yes exactly um, you yeah, know yeah. so yeah no it's 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 really good fun and it is part of the joy of the job so yeah i can't wait for that moment
there's a few kind of maybe indirect references on the record. I think, you know, we've talked about disco, but you've mentioned, I think, Donna Summer mm. talking about this record and probably Shaka Khan and Minnie Ripperton and these ultimate and Grace Jones and these goddesses. Yeah. Um, is that, are you interested in finding the, in terms of the songwriting or getting the, into the vibe to make a record, do you study them or do you just listen to those records? Do you, or do you just love the, the vibe of them and the, and the sound of them? The closest I've got to studying someone is probably Donna Summer because I did a Radio 4 kind of piece yeah, of on her. Yeah. But that wasn't for my own music. But then I guess yeah. I had that knowledge and I found her quite fascinating. Yeah. Because she started in musical theatre, she learnt German to sing in Hair, the musical in like Germany. Yeah. Um, and that was like post-war so they Germany. Had a on, yeah, guess, and it's right? just fa- fascinating yeah. that they created this sound and the the characters that she played because that she was she was quite a religious church girl and that she didn't she was doing love to love you and she was kind of having to pretend that she was somebody else yeah. and I really that resonates with me so all of that was quite interesting and familiar not that I'm I'm not a church girl but like um, I'm a nice Jewish girl but um, <laughs> it's it's not the same thing but I've I've always felt quite uncomfortable in my own skin as being like you know Jesse from South London who actually is quite normal so for me to kind of go into these characters which a lot of this record and, and the last record the was stage totally work for right? the performance for yeah. the stage for all of it so that's really fun but I've never studied them but I there's a kind I didn't of mean respect- it in the sense yeah. of you kind of stu- yeah. doing moves in the mirror in order no, to go out but on stage I, I but think that picking it's up the vibe totally kind of, yeah. um, I think it's fascinating and you kind of I absorb them and I think it's you know I make a playlist of all the songs where I'm enjoying them and I'm thinking, what what do I love about this, this yeah. mood, this moment? And I'm, I'm trying to recreate something like that. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. there's a level of kind of study that goes into creating a record, I think. Yeah, and just loving stuff. Yeah. Loving stuff Because it's got to be enjoyed. Totally. <laughs> right. You've mentioned some of the amazing collaborators you've got on the record voc- vocally as well. I mean, phenomenal kind of list. What about, and, and one of the most fruitful partnerships, we mentioned this at the top of our chat, is collaborating with your mum, Lenny, on Table Manners, yeah. a huge hit podcast from which we could learn much, team. Um, right? No. Um, your producer just looked at you like, she gave me a, she she gave me a massive She's got her evil. hands cr- crossed like that. She's like, shut up and get on with the questions. <laughs> she really is, isn't she? <laughs> Side eye. Yeah. Side proper. eye. What about that? I mean, that is that a different part of your I mean, that's a very different part of your brain, I guess, but it's also but it's a work of collaboration. Does that sort of set you free to make the records and you mm. are you kinda of left switch, right switch for, for doing these different things? I think like being a parent, doing the podcast, doing music, mm. I'm allowed these different avenues, which mean that I do have to switch off from another thing because you do a different job and that's really fun and I feel very lucky that I get to do all these different things and also kind of proud of myself that I've been able to create these different avenues because I think if I was just doing music well I don't know if I'd be making the last two records like I did because there would be different pressures on me and there would be kind of obsession and pressure I mean music is everything to me but it's not my be all and end all which is I'm very lucky to say Mm. and I have this amazing thing that I do with my mum that's so unique that still surprises me and I think surprises her that, you know, we do these podcasts. Like last night we had a brilliant chef over called Alison Roman Mm -hmm. who we loved her cookbook. So she was coming to do a book tour and we get to have her on. But then like a few weeks before we have Pink, it's like, (laughs) it's mad. It's a broad church. It's really fun and it still thrills us. 
But you're so good at asking questions because you really... Am I? Yeah, you both are, though. It's Thank a good you. little... Because you have you can slide things in that are a little bit... You've, it's cheeky, it's brilliant, it's such good listening. Thank you. Um, and it's so difficult to get... There's lots of things that try to maybe have that vibe or that, you know, and to have, have that natural thing is great. Did, I... did that just come from having dinner and kind of going, this is really fun? I th- well, or I someone came around for dinner and said, you guys are no, excellent. No, I no. Uh, she was not supposed to have such a lead role, to be honest. She was supposed to fix the food and sod off. <laughs> and then that didn't work out like right, that because okay. she's too much of a star. Um, she just turned up with a, her own mic, her own kit but one She day. was just like, you just, she's too fabulous. So um, Tom Morris, <laughs> who used to work for Monocle, can attest to this, and, and, and John Openshaw, who used to work here. We know. Um, yeah. yeah, they both, she's a bit of an icon. Yeah. and But she's always been one before I gave her a mic. You know, she's been loved and she's been, you know, she, she's a social worker, still works. She's 71. Mm. Um, but she was always quite fabulous with her red lip at the school gates. And Love a bit. She loves yeah, a red lip. loves a red lip, <laughs> loves leopard print and loves food and gossiping and chatting. And I am slowly morphing in, luckily for me, into my mother, maybe not luckily for my husband. When we go on holiday, I'm literally scouting for strangers who I can make friends with. Like, I live for it. Love so it. the idea that we meet new people every week to discuss food and yeah. like family it's the dream job it's the dream it's the dream it's so good and yeah it is um well there's some good genes there i think you've got some good dna to grow into with lenny <laughs> i need to get a good uh, good red lip though a good red lip and back on the record and now taking that out taking it into studios to talk about it and taking it on the road to, to tour it is that we talked about kind of whether or not it's nice to talk about a vibey up record and, mm. and, it, and I guess it is what about what about touring it you said you kind of like felt a little bit down in the dumps and you got back from from the tour in the sense that I guess it's loads of adrenaline all the time and you get addicted yeah, to it a bit yeah. what what about what else happens on tour are you a rider woman are you are you a demanding is Miss Miss Ware will see you now I, are you a finger clicker I definitely <laughs> Definitely. I mean, no, I'm I'm not a finger clicker. I I I, I definitely <laughs> when when we were on the tour with Harry Styles, we supported him in 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 Chicago for a few nights. Yeah, and he had a brilliant setup, and he was had this amazing crew. And the thing that got me going was that he had a like nurse the whole time. Well, they, they, they had it for kind of COVID reasons. Someone dressed and... up as well, no? No, no, okay, no, no, no. <laughs> no, she was fabulous, <clears throat> this lovely uh, woman who was there for like the health and safety, whatever. But I was like immediately in being like, you got any um, B, you know, the, the, the shots in the yeah. bum, B, whatever, B12 injections yeah. and stuff like that. I was like, oh, what do you got? And I, yeah. there was me, like the first time I, I meet Harry Styles is with a drip in my Proffering. arm. Uh, hydrating. And he's like, hi, Jesse. I'm like, hi, this is me. Enjoying Maxing it out. Yeah, so enjoying myself that there's like yeah. really good health care on, on, uh, and first aid on, on Harry's run. Um, and uh, <laughs> no, I'm not a diva. I am... Um, you might have to be. I'm, yeah. Well, I'm quite... I'm quite boring with my rider because okay. you you pay vitamin B12. You pay for your rider, right. so I'm kind of like it's chewing gum, it's a bit of ho- uh, honey and ginger, yeah, throat coat, nuts. It's very boring. I'm very boring on tour with like how I eat, how I drink. Um, you got to keep it on the keep the show on the road. You got to keep the show on the road. Yeah, so yeah. it's really fun having these moments where yeah. you you, for, you don't forget that you're a parent, but like. You feel really naughty that you've got like you're out on a school night, yeah, and that you don't have to wake up in the morning at like seven. 
Well, so, like, I could sleep in if I want until sound check. I'm a... Like, I'm a... Geez, I'm a motherfucking pop star. I'm a, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's really... It's wild. These guys, like... all, these guys all came for me. This is <laughs> no, true. No, no. It's more just the lion. I'm just <laughs> thrilled about the lion. It's all about the lion. Um, well, it's a lot more than that. We'll no, be dancing fun. all night to it. Um, Jessie Ware. Thank you for Thank you me. so much for coming in to tell us about, what is it? That. That. Feels good. I think you need to go up more on the good because there's two exclamations. That's what I just think. That feels good. No, no. that's a question mark. Exactly. That feels, feels good. good. Oh. <laughs> Beautiful. Thank, Thank you. And that is it for this week. That feels good. How's my emphasis, Jesse? It's out now and guaranteed to make an excellent summer soundtrack. Monocolon Culture is produced by Sophie Monaghan-Coombs and Steph Chungu, and Steph also edits the show. We'll be back at the same time next week, but until then, from me, Robert Bound, thanks for tuning in. Beautiful.